0: Good morning, everybody. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy, romance, and romantic fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. huh I confess, I've been sipping a, at it already, and I'm laughing because I'm again running late, and even later than usual. It's eight thirty-eight, you guys. Uh, So I had to pop over to the wind chimes and ring them and then run back to my seat real quick. (sighs) but I'm well I'm late for legit reasons and non legit reasons I should say that today is Monday September 20th. It is upload day uh, for dragon's daughter and the winter mage and I'm happy to report that fucker is uploaded. Let's all do a chair dance. Um, at least Amazon. Um, which is unfortunately for better or worse. It's the biggie. Um, but I I went ahead and just did that. I got my copy edits back yesterday. Um, at about four o'clock and what time did I send them on to cream? I just sat there and crunched through the edits. Um, I did not do a read through I just bounced through track changes although I did think of like something I missed as I was going through them. Um, which is funny because it's something that my beta readers did not miss. Uh, nobody said anything to me (laughs) about this mistake and I mean it's a it's a plot point and there's at least one of you out there. I know would have caught it and would have been like coming after me but I was able to correct that and I sent it on to kareen. Um, around 6 30 yeah yeah it was around 6 30. So I know this because that's what time David had to go pick up the pizza. It was gonna be ready. He was like shall we just order pizza tonight us even though he's the one who cooks. Oh no. Wow. I just totally made that up. That was like a totally and completely falsehood because <laughs> he made me salmon salmon and green beans for dinner last night. That was lunchtime. I think it must have been twelve thirty they went to pick up the pizza but uh, oh well I'm not sure what time then I sent it on to cream but it wasn't too bad. It was like five thirty or six and she sent it on to the formatter and when I woke up this morning lo and behold it was done because uh, my formatter is awesome and he's in Thailand. Uh, which is whenever I people uh, whenever I recommend him to people it's it's bb ebooks Thailand um I could put the link in my show notes because I think Paul is awesome. Um, in a weird connectedness of what a small community this is my friend Emily Ma um, who I is in my acknowledgement sometimes and is a local writer. She was at Oxford was Paul. <laughs> so it's like hmm, what are the odds of that? Apparently you know Neil Gaiman's always saying there are only 500 real people in the world and so that's why you like run into you know I don't know who the rest of everybody is. Um, wax dolls simulations androids who knows anyway uh, So it's it's a great advantage of the time zone difference is that I can send it to him in the evening which ends up being his morning. And so by the time I woke up there it was and I went ahead and paid him uh, because I mean and I and I tipped my proofreader too for doing such a fast turnaround everybody was just I don't do this often but oh they were just amazeballs. So um, yeah and I went ahead and uploaded to Amazon even though like I still had 9 hours on the clock I still get nervous and I'll do the others I'll probably do the others this morning before I do anything else. So whew that's done. Um, do not like pulling it that close but and I know other people do it way closer you know like Dorinda has been there sweating it out as the clock is ticking down to less than an hour Uh, but she does her own formatting too I do not do my own formatting I mentioned this in a blog post yesterday for sff7. Um, I think it looks better when you do it when you have it professionally formatted and especially the print version and it's inexpensive and I would just much rather hand that off. Also I don't use an apple computer and people are always telling me go ahead and buy a refurbished apple so you can just have vellum and it's so great and it's like no. Uh, Paul also found the most amazing um little orca for a line break so super cool. So yeah, uh, so that's that's almost done. I mean at least the amazon part's done. I um so yesterday was talk like a pirate day and uh, I am not going to try to talk like a pirate. I have never actually quite gotten the charm of talking like a pirate. I, I mean I understand that it's fun and yet to me it's just like not my thing. Not my thing I guess <laughs> but smashwords was doing a promotion where they picked out books that have like pirate themes and so they picked out the sorcerer's queen and the pirate rogue which is the book immediately preceding dragon's daughter and the winter mage and so they uh, had that featured on their homepage and stuff and so I went ahead and I talked to Corrine about it but I guess we didn't communicate well because I thought she was going to go put it on sale but I saw on Saturday morning that. It wasn't and I thought well heck I'm not going to put all the books on sale. So um, the prequel novella the long night of the crystalline moon which was in the under a winter sky anthology but this is a standalone. It's on sale for 99 cents and then book one the golden griffin and the how oh, why bear prince golden griffin and the bear prince um is a dollar ninety nine and sorcerer's queen and the pirate rogue is $1.99 and boy I've just been amazed Uh, Saturday and Sunday I sold a lot of copies of those books It really popped up sales. So apparently that was um, an exciting thing. So I'm keeping those on sale until September 30th. uh, Pass the word and uh, dragon's daughter of course will be out on Friday and thank you all for the pre-orders you will now actually get a book. (laughs) on the release date huh I also put the Sorceress Moons books the (laughs) 6. Why am I holding up four fingers nobody knows and I'd have to put down my coffee to do 6 and I'm not gonna do that. Can't put down the coffee. So the 6 Sorceress Moons books are all in kindle unlimited now I took them down everywhere else and I put them in KU and as I'm interested to see if that hits a different audience. It's the first time that they've all been in KU. Um, I have had book one in KU but one thing I found is I think that the readers who read in KU read only in KU. So if they read book one they're not very likely to branch out into reading the other books. Um. If they have to get it on a different platform. So now I'm trying them while in KU and so we'll see what happens but if you have friends who read in KU or if you read in KU. uh yeah, check them out. I I hope that they will do well I got a piece of advice from someone else. These were the pieces of advice that I got if you guys are are interested in such things that moving books from wide into KU I asked people should I stagger the release would that help the algorithm because in general on Amazon if you have like regular releases it helps in the popularity. Um, and 100 percent of the advice I got was dump them all in there at once because KU readers want to read the whole thing and they'll glom the entire series. So. Okay, so that's what I did and oh and then somebody else suggested that you take advantage of the free 5 day promo. So if you go to that promotion and marketing there's a button that you can click. There's a a kindle countdown deal which you I wasn't eligible for I think that has to be for like a new release. Don't quote me on that. Um, that's a, a careless observation. I. I know it wasn't eligible but I think that's why but there, then there's another radio button there for um a free 5 day promo and somebody said definitely do that. So I'm definitely doing that but I'm not seeing any reads yet. It could be it'll take a little while for Amazon to catch up on that. So but yeah remarkable response to the heirs of magics magic books being heirs of magic books being on sale. Um, surprisingly so real big bump. So that's great yay. So um, I posted to Facebook yesterday I kind of hit my frustration level yet again on this whole thing about clean romance. (laughs) I mean I mean. Okay so so here's the thing when people say if you don't know when they say clean romance they mean that there's not explicit sex it it usually means that it's like closed door sex um you know no sex on the page and people have rep- had many conversations about this i mean this is i'm not in by any stretch being original here people have talked about the fact that calling it clean romance is. It feels like a swipe at everything else and the people who use the term will protest and say no that's just industry standard. That's not what we mean you know it's we're not trying to imply that everything else is somehow dirty. It's just how readers understand it golly gee whiz that's the term we have to use and I know some of you feel that way that you that this is the term you have to use to communicate with readers and and I sympathize with that to an extent but I also feel like we are responsible for the words that we choose and that if we choose to sustain a particular um, paradigm then we become complicit in it and it reminds me particularly of growing up. Um, and I would ask about man. Why? Why do we say man? You know um, one small step for for man. Uh, you know a man. <laughs> what why do we use the word man to mean all of humankind and my teachers would say well you know it's it's implied that it means women too and be like oh okay but the thing is is that man means women too or it means just men and and we use and it's used interchangeably right and there's no clear indication of when you mean man just men or when you mean man oh and women um and by insisting on continuing with that particular nomenclature you are supporting the paradigm that by saying man that women are a subset of that where it's very easy to say human. Um, I know some people use the term sweet romance. Um, you know as opposed to spicy and i you know I'll go I'll go with that better but you know there's just a few things that like they start to build up on me you know like I saw somebody posting about their new releases and they said these are all clean romance and and maybe it's me that I read that in a smug tone uh because I feel like there's some virtue signaling there that like somehow clean romance makes it bright and shiny. And Corrine, Assistant Corrine, had pointed out to me a tweet that aggravated her from someone who would said, I'm a middle-aged woman and I remember when uh, there wasn't sex in romances unless it was an erotic romance and I'm looking for clean romance. And Corrine you know, and, and I are both middle-aged women and it's like, well, we don't know where you were reading honey because you know Corrine even said that like the first book she got from her grandmother was had plenty of sex in it on the page and same I started reading my grandmother's romances and yeah there was sex in those puppies I my gateway romance was indigo nights and in indigo nights uh, the heroine uh, a feisty English virgin uh, was captured into a sultan's harem. And at one point is like tied to the sultan's bed, and you know, forcibly, forcibly taken her virginity. And yes, that was an era of rape-tastic stuff. And I'm not saying that that was awesome, uh, although for the younger me, for twelve-year-old me, thought that was like <laughs> I was like, <gasps> you know that that was my catnip. I was I loved the the harem romances because it you know the fantasy it's the fantasy. Um, nobody wants it in real life anyway we won't go down that road but you know the idea that somehow romances now have sex in them that they didn't used to have. Uh, I don't know it's so. That happened. That happened. Oh, and then Corrine pointed out to me that apparently there was this um brief brouhaha that I totally missed because probably because I was had my nose down finishing this book about that a group sent out a started a YA book ratings website. Did you guys hear about this? Uh, I think I could maybe I'll I'll try to link to that because there's um. Karine was able to send me like some screenshots and stuff but there was apparently a pretty strong reaction on Twitter but this group had started out suggesting a rating systems like for movies uh, for ya books that was from ya 1, 2, 3 and 4 Um, and they asked they sent out all of these emails to authors and editors asking them to rate their ya books so that they could be in this uh system and they even had they were going to go so far as to have stickers that um and I I love my book community that like one of the biggest uh complaints was how freaking ugly these (laughs) stickers were and they're like I don't want that big ugly sticker on my beautiful cover (laughs) it's like yeah you know this is a legit complaint guys not only that but um the criteria was really troublesome because they were lumping um violence and with sexuality um in with touching on subjects like you know like drug and alcohol use and I, one of my favorite tweets was somebody replied to it and said oh yeah because what teenagers really want is regulation and finger wagging over what they read. Uh, and then a lot of people legitimately pointed out that it would disproportionately affect uh, marginalized writers and you know there was this whole thing about whether or not the violence was justified violence and it's like oh well who decides what's justified here. Spiders don't agree was that justified violence me? Oh, I guess that was actually a gnat but violence against gnats puts it a ya3 at least in my world violence against innocent creatures would like puts it over the top so anyway all of this stuff got me going on the whole clean romance thing and you know I and you guys know if you've been listening for a long time that I have uh, very strong feelings about lumping in sexuality with violence that uh, (laughs) I don't feel like sex is a bad thing. I think sex is a beautiful thing and it's about human intimacy and that lumping it in the same category as uh, the horrible things that people do to each other uh, just really rubs me wrong. So anyway I posted that I really want to write um, a dirty romance and now I'm thinking about doing an anthology like with maybe different genres so there could be like the contemporary you know it it would be like uh, dirty contemporary but all of the sex will be dirty sex. So it has to involve dirt in some way. So, you know, there could be like mud wrestling, there could be archaeologists, there could be farmers. And people really started running with this because um Jim Sorensen, one of my beta readers, suggested um a dirty bomb story. And he called dibs on that, you guys, sorry. That would be awesome. Um people suggested things about virology you know petri dishes. So there's going to be sex but it always has to be dirty in some way. Uh and you know I feel like for gray magic book three the bonds of magic series dark wizard series. Um you know we're gonna we're gonna have to have some dirty dirty swamp sex because I am all about dirty romance. On that note I am going to go get to work Uh, I will remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network and you will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. I hope you all have a fantastic Monday. Hope it kicks out a productive week for you and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye bye.